Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast that was recorded pre-quarantine contains references to all your favorite television stars. William Frawley, Vivian Vance, Gail Gordon, and Frank Nelson. You know, all of your favorite stars. Get back in your time rovers. It's Universal Studios' Lucy, a tribute on podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, where the pressures of producing weekly theme park podcasts can start to feel like a never-ending chocolate conveyor belt. <laughs> I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. <laughs> that is good, and that is what it feels like sometimes. Yeah, boy. You gotta produce this podcast. That's what I tell people when they come up to me and ask, well, Mike, what advice do you have for a potential podcast? And I say, look, you gotta do it weekly, you gotta do it at the same time, you never can stop. And it, yeah, it can really pile up and mm-hmm. you can feel like you're, there's so many episode commitments that you're having to pull, put, put them in your apron, put them in your hat, start yes. chewing them we as have, they go. We have a lot of podcasts right now in our hat, in our figurative hat. That's true. Yeah. So we've been recording and we have them all and they're ready to come in and it does feel like sometimes there's an invisible boss that comes in and yells at us. That's like, keep producing, keep talking, more rides. And it's like, yes, of course. And we just have to hide the fact that we're like a little bit stressed out. Jason Sheridan is here also. Yes. uh, I guess you're right. The audience is the boss. Mm -hmm. Oh, that said, this is probably the time to announce we are switching to the podcast uh, podcast the ride comedy hour, uh, which will be... Ten hour-long episodes throughout the year instead of one weekly episode for thirty weeks of the year. The Scott Jason Mike Scott Jason Mike comedy, comedy hour. hour. Yeah. It's it's unclear if everybody's gonna come back though. Mm-hmm. It may be a new arrangement. There's discussion of whether I'm too cantankerous and drunk to mm-hmm. continue being mm-hmm. on the show, but we'll see. Right. It depends on contract <laughs> negotiations. You were given a referendum at the start of the show that you should ne- you'll should you never be late, and so far you haven't been. <laughs> and I've stuck to that, have I not? <laughs> okay, let's... Wait, one we- example. Real quick, for the audience right now, listeners, hands up, who knows what the hell any of that was? Mm. <laughs> That's a, that is important to ask, yes. Because I think we, uh, there's a lot of listeners that are younger than us. Now, we're not that old, but we're old. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, do all those references make sense? Obviously, you've seen the title of this episode, but are you as big Lucille Ball fans as we are? Are you as steeped in the television history? It's, well, <laughs> especially I'll say Mike and I have been yes. preparing for this episode now for three years. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I've, I didn't do a ton. And I was like, I think I'll be set. I think that yeah, will yeah, be yeah. a problem. That's I have okay. a feeling that That's the other okay. two are, are going to go apeshit here. Uh, I think that people know 
that the show I Love Lucy had a scene where a bunch of chocolates were in a factory going very fast. I don't know if people are super familiar with the behind-the-scenes drama involving uh, <laughs> actor William Frawley, who played Fred Mertz, which I assume a lot of this will be about. This now, is going to be a lot about William Frawley. It's really William that, Frawley attribute. Uh, some of that also could apply to, because by the end of the production... Of the second iteration of I Love Lucy, the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour, Desi Arnaz pretty burned out too. Okay, I think they're all burned they're all out. burned out. Lucy <laughs> and Desi, uh, the divorce papers are filed five days after shooting oh Raps <laughs> in 1960. So ready to go. This is a real. This is a not a Patreon episode. This is a real. We forced this to be a real main feed episode. Just yeah. as Universal in Florida put a Lucy attribute front and center. At the park. It was yes. one of the first things you, as you came the in. The first things. I think this one we really owe explaining what it is. Yes. Right? We've been talking about I Love Lucy, but why? Because Universal Studios in both Hollywood and Florida had basically a museum exhibit uh, <laughs> for many, many years called Lucy a Tribute. Right. Uh, uh, where they had collected a lot of her real memorabilia, her Emmys, uh, uh, her, her clothing and uh, Wardrobe and we'll, costume yes, stuff. And, and we'll, we'll explain all the, the things that were in there. But yes, a long time ago, I think right when we announced the the, the Patreon, the, the the second gate, I think I said as kind of a perfect example of the kind of more obscure oddity that would be behind the second gate that that could include Lucy a tribute, which I quickly realized was an early act of uh, Hollywood Gardner uh, uh, heel villainy. Yes, that I would suggest mm-hmm. that this not be a main feed. <laughs> episode is um, well, very much needed to be but also just showing the passion uh uh that mike and i have for all this just like the passion of lucy ricardo wanting to be in the show mm-hmm. that's all your passion for, for lucy ricardo being in our show yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh i mean look now that this is how it's played out mm-hmm. i die of no problem with it i'm mm-hmm. very fond of uh of Lucy tribute, sure. Yeah, uh, it's 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 certainly certainly not an issue, and uh, you know there's more fun to be had at Patreon.com/slash/podcasts-to-ride. Um, but w- in your, I mean, that's a good rationale, I guess. But like, why? What is the the main argument to put this in the main feed and not the the second gate? Uh, well, look, uh, this is a I consider this sort of an e-ticket. When it comes to uh, things I like to talk about, <laughs> so maybe that's the only rationale I really have. You maybe were concerned about the fact that sometimes, occasionally, very sparingly, the second gates are like only an hour forty-five. Yeah, and you were concerned about the possibility that this might come up short and that there wouldn't be the full time. To- yeah, because we generally, yeah, the patrons are like, yes, as you're saying, fifteen minutes shorter, thirty minutes shorter on Once- occasion. Once in a while. Once yeah. in a while. But we do need the possibility. I'm not saying this is two and a half hours here, mm-hmm. but it's possible. One of the biggest stars gonna... of the 20th century, <laughs> though. One of the biggest comedic stuff. I mean, you look at if this museum, if this tiny little museum was anywhere else, you'd be like, what an incredible collection because you just saw how many awards like she, she was had barely passed away before she was posthumously given the presidential medal of 
Oh, uh, freedom? freedom? <laughs> like Rush Limbaugh just got? Uh, yes. Yes, that <laughs> one. Lucy and Rush Limbaugh Lucy have the and same Rush award? Limbaugh. That doesn't seem right. Uh, I believe it's the highest honor a civilian can get hmm. from the president. Well, I guess they both really uh, just gave so much to the culture. Yeah. So that Beloved does... media personalities. Yeah. Universally. formats. Universally. Started on the radio and then... That's uh, true, yes. Yeah, took it to... Uh, I assume Rush Limbaugh like, sang to... <laughs> Yes, uh, Limbaugh sings the old one. Rush sings the old ones. <laughs> oh, man. Was an old an album of him singing Swanee River. They're very similar types, aren't they? I uh, I don't know politically if they were, but like probably circular head. You mean like sort of what you're talking about? <laughs> and been bald and uh, okay, cantankerous. Is yeah? Is there a is there a world where there's more conservative talk radio and William Frawley had his own show like in in the oh, old days? Maybe, maybe. Lucy mm-hmm. was a member of the Communist Party briefly. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, in the back in the thirties, like back when it was it was more of a back when it was cool. But had to mm-hmm. speak. I don't believe named names, but had got pulled in front of. Uh, a closed door meeting of the House on American Activities Committee. Whoa! Uh, and uh, I believe saved by the fact that she was again one of the biggest stars in the country. Mm-hmm, I sure. love Lucy. It was so huge in its time. I was reading that some businesses closed down Monday nights. What? Because like no one is going to come shop. That Everyone like will legend, be home but... watching Lucy. I know, but I love it. Sure. There are so Let's many fact. wonderful like anecdotes from the museum or from the article. Like the LA Times when they they opened the Universal Studios Hollywood one had some an article with some really interesting stuff in mm-hmm. it. Lucille Ball considered for the uh, role that Angela Lansbury did in the Manchurian Candidate. Mm. She's great in that. I mean, I think Lucy would have been uh, great in it too. Wow, had wow. done some work like film noir kind of movies earlier in her career. Lucy was not, yeah, like as comedic much of a comedic actress earlier in her career. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you seen any? Has anybody seen? Yes, non, I the ha- non-comedic. I have seen one, and I'm trying to remember what it was. I should really There's know what that on, is. There's um, one on Canopy where she plays like a femme fata- fatale, I believe. Mm. Mm. Never quite the success, though, that the sitcom would bring. No. And she was blonde. Early in her career, mm. she was blonde. She was not a redhead, right? And, yeah, there yeah. was die. MGM casting, I believe, suggested she died red. <laughs> That was the iconic look. Here, look. Here, I also want to say this to the listeners. We've done a lot of good rides for months now. We've done like mostly rides we on this final. We got feed. back to rides. We made a point yeah. of that. Yes. So this is months in at this point. It's, it's by a, it's, it's finally time for you to listen to our indulgent garbage again. Jason and Mike can have a little Lucy attribute as a treat. That's right. As they say on the internet. On the main feed every four months, you're allowed to listen to us talk about some old drunk character actor. <laughs> That's what this trade-off should be. Or a whole cast of character actors. They're all drunks. Yeah. (laughs) They all drank a lot. (laughs) That was the time. They were Uh, all depressed. I, uh, hey, and you know, no, no chore for me. I, I really liked this yeah. thing. Uh, uh, I'm very fond of this thing. I think if you, uh, grew up close to Universal Studios Hollywood, you're certainly very fond mm-hmm. of, oh, yeah. of this. And, uh, you know, I mean, we just, we, we've done an episode also about the, the world of Cinemagic show and all that. And like, I, uh, thinking about this attraction does take me back to like, 
how glorious it was to be at Universal Studios Hollywood uh, as like a kid who's like interested in entertainment and TV and wants to know more about the things that are on TV and Mm -hmm. things like this were such catnip. Oh, for sure. And even in Florida as well, Universal Mm -hmm. Studios Florida, because this and Alfred Hitchcock back to back. Yeah. And every one of my family, like we loved both of them. We liked the, because Alfred Hitchcock presents. Mm -hmm. You have to remember as this opens, 91 one, I think in Hollywood, in the lower lot expansion in Universal Studios Hollywood. One of the things made possible by the Starway, the yes. big series of escalators mm-hmm. that we did an entire episode about on the second gate. Sure. And then in Universal Studios Hollywood, uh, Florida opened in 1992. Mm-hmm. I saw an Orlando Sentinel article erroneously called an opening day attraction. Clearly, it is not. Bullshit. It took Fake over news. a lot of something called silver screen collectibles where you could buy screen-worn costumes and props. Uh, oh, which was also the case at Sid Coenga's one-of-a-kind curios. That's 100% right, Scott. Uh, at Disney MGM Studios. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe is like now a house. help desk. <laughs> like a, a Disney, Disney uh, Plus, or not my magic... Uh, my magic the, plus the uh, the disney band oh okay. the magic yeah. band help when like, we went kiosks. there last year i was like the most i like what took the nostalgia like uh, what, what gave me such a nostalgia jolt was looking at sid coingas for the first i know there's nothing in that building anymore but i like oh i love it yeah 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 I, it, it was uh it was a weird thing to be in a theme park and i forget like i feel like there were like old like it was like old movie posters and mm-hmm. like and you could buy like a jacket that was born in like what about bob or Absolutely. something like that oh, kind yeah. of odd <laughs> cost like touchstone kind of, yeah yeah and whoever bought anything from there did that work i don't know <laughs> and and how um checked on was it remember there was that that spot at downtown disney the movie memorabilia stuff that oh, kept star abelia star abelia that kept having like this is not legitimate <laughs> like god this may not be of signed by uh, may not have been signed by babe ruth um so when this opens in the early 90s 91 and 92 uh, especially in universal studios florida you have to remember nick at night is airing i love lucy every night of the week sometimes all night in the summer yeah. well and it was so heavily syndicated too. oh yeah there was definitely it yeah when we were kids i love lucy was still on all the time all the so time constantly. and like yeah right so you have the lucy attribute right down the street from the nickel one of the nickelodeon studios outposts mm-hmm. and so like that is an early maybe inadvertent synergy oh yeah mm. that's kind of like it's kind of everything you're watching, potentially. At least yeah. us, I bet. We're watching Double Dare when it's in during the day, and maybe a little uh, I Love Lucy before you go to bed. I loved all those game shows, but watching so much I Love Lucy, which is just such a rock-solid show, like, still funny, still holds up. Yeah. They shot it on film, so it still looks good. It doesn't look like shit, like oh, a lot of TV it. shows. Yeah. They re- like, they've colorized really nice. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, right. I watched some colorized clips. It is weird it is to weird, see in yeah. color. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say uh, we're taking an anti-colorization stance mm. on the hot button issue of colorization. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you prefer your I Love Lucy Christmas special colorized or not? Let us know. <laughs> uh, that'll be a hotly contested 
debate. On I, the I make an exception for that one because I want to see the Christmas colors. Oh, okay. So the Christmas one is good, but the other ones are bad. Yeah, yeah. Only but okay. I want to see my Christmas reds and greens. Mm, okay. I watched the full clip of of Fred from I believe it's the the first episode that aired. There was a pilot that they didn't air but used like the script later on. <laughs> I believe, um, and where Fred and Ricky are trying to do housework. Mm-hmm. And Fred makes the really shitty cake, and then Ricky uh, puts like makes the chickens explode in the pressure cooker, and then says like, "Do you think a pound of rice is enough for every person?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, it sounds right." And then the chickens explode, and the rice starts bubbling over. And I have never heard still a longer studio audience break. Maybe <laughs> Lucy, I believe, stomping the grapes. I or, believe I know one of the longest studio. It's in a Lucy Desi comedy hour where she's holding eggs secretly into oh, her, eggs. In her apron, and it's like the longest studio laugh. And they I believe. Get, and then someone like gives her a bear hug or something. And yeah, something like that. Crushed. And squashes yeah. all the eggs under. I know this. I did not like relook this up. This is just something I have in my mind, my memory. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I. It's becoming clear to me that you guys have the fodder to just do an entire Isle of Lucy podcast. podcast? Po- it's possible. If you need an idea for, and I'll, like, oh. I'll, I'll hang out. I'll, I'll contribute sure. once in a while, but uh, I think I think you'd mainly fuel it. I'm sure there's an audience for it. I'm sure the mm-hmm. public right now is really hoping we do do that. <laughs> spinoff, much like... See, you've just offered us a spinoff, much mm-hmm. like Desi Arnaz offered William Frawley and Vivian Vance a chance to have their own Mertz's spinoff, which was their last uh, last name. Way, way predating the Ropers. Yes. The cantankerous oh, yeah. neighbor spinoff of uh, Wait yep. Company. How long did that last? Uh, was that very that short? That one, I think, I went, wait, was that like a one season or did it go a little bit? That, I was shocked researching this and looking at some of the exhibit stuff and then just going out and reading about it. Uh, I knew the Lucy show, Lucy's second TV show around for a while. Here's Lucy, mm-hmm. the third show with Gail Gordon and the kids. Yes, his her real life kids. Her real life kids. Yes. Ran for so many seasons. Yes. I thought that was like a one or two season flop. It ran for years. Five or six life seasons. Life with Lucy. Uh, the Life with Lucy, the 1980s attempt at a comeback produced by Aaron Spelling. Yes. Died Star- after eight episodes. Starring Jenny Lewis. From Rilo oh, Kiley. Rilo Kiley and Solo. Oh, right, right. And there's a really great, I thought we'd get to this later, but there's a really great story she has about, because uh, she was living like with her mom in the valley and she describes their house as like kind of a dump. Mm-hmm. And Lucy came in because they had a, the rap party there and Lucy walked in the door and went, this is a dump. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Also like, like, Imagine like old 80s Lucy the, She's got the oldest voice <laughs> I would throw up in, on this house But it might improve it <laughs> Very cantankerous Lucy By the way the Ropers was a two season show mm. It was not a big okay. And only 28 episodes But mainly I want to complain about when I googled Ropers They're showing me a bunch like Fancy boots and shit I don't want to. Are you kidding me? I don't want to know about boots. I yeah. obviously want to know about the Three's Company spinoff. Have you phone? Have you been paying attention to everything else I've Googled? <laughs> Do you think I want to know about fancy shoes? No, I want to learn about Norman Fell. My phone, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, come on, phone. My phone prompts me like you probably want to drive to Mike's right now, right? It's like, <laughs> come on, phone. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> you know. It is usually when we do this. You probably want to Google Vivian Vance trivia right now, right, Jason? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, woke up. The first thing you want to do is... I'm I, assuming the Mertzes did not happen because they did not care for each other, right? Well, one of them wanted to do it and one of them did not. Mm-hmm. Frawley was all in and Vivian Vance said no. She did not like him. Yeah. So, yeah, the main... Obviously, we're, we've been jonesing we? to talk about that <laughs> that uh, the neighbors and the the landlord. Yeah. So let's let's say what I Love Lucy was about in case you don't know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh, a woman, Lucille Ricardo, married to Ricky Ricardo, who was a band leader. Knee uh, Lucille McGillicuddy. Yes, that's true. That was important that you got <laughs> that in there. <laughs> Very important to what I was explaining. Well, it does yeah. illustrate the cultural differences of that's true. You know, you're right. Your that's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And she always wanted to be in his show because he had a club. He would play at clubs. He would sing. Then he had his own club. That's another thing. We'll get into that later. Uh, and that she always wanted to be in three the, hours in the, from now. <laughs> Put a bookmark he in there. He started the club. So Bobaloo. the deed of Club Babalu. He, he was at the Tropicana, and then he moved to the Club Babalu. They, they have to realize sitcom characters had not had children up until that point. This was revolutionary for characters to. We meanwhile we have not said the words Universal Studios in two and a half hours. Now, an interesting fact that this was at Universal Studios because all the Desi Lou shows were sold to Paramount and oh. the production apparatus of uh, Desi Lu became the backbone of Paramount Television. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty good. So, really, all right, got for, that one out. A long Sorry. time, the largest independent television producer. Okay. Okay, now, rest, also, now, Jason, rest up so you can tell us the square footage of the studios where the show was Okay, taped. yeah. Just, but take mm-hmm. a breather I have first. to brace Don't myself for the gray paint stuff. Desi uh, Lu produced Star Trek. Mission Impossible, How The Untouchables, mm, pretty yeah. good. And her, I didn't know until out the, going out the door today that her husband uh, was like the was overseeing a lot of those properties. And I think a lot of producers were not happy with him as the head of Desi Lou. Gary Morton, Gary Morton, right? Yes. Her second husband, comedian who her she se- later married. Yeah, yeah. And never in any time I watch an interview where she's talking about Gary, she never seems that thrilled with him. <laughs> She's always no. like mad that Desi like was a philanderer and was running around, and and then she's like, "But Gary's fine." That's the that's the vibe I get. I have no uh, specific problem with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone watch old Lucy interviews once in a while on YouTube like I do? <laughs> <laughs> I Where can't. I can't just, say I do. It's a. It's kind of a bummer because she just seems so over it, and it's yeah. just like, oh hi, and then she like laughs once in a while, and well, she you know, just seems tired. You know what I looked up today, uh, uh, and, and I'll describe things that you can't see in this, but I, I became aware today of a of on the way out the door of a show called uh, um, All Star TV Party for Lucille Ball. I'm not sure that name. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, and all star. I don't know. It was like a birthday party or something where everyone and it was in 1984 and everyone mm. in Hollywood was there. I haven't seen it's this. It's still Rat Pack. It's still Frank and wow. uh, and Dean Martin and uh, Carl Reiner and Cesar are there. But the I, I was trying to find Cesar Romero. That's what I was trying to come in with. But I, I couldn't <sighs> find that clip. But I did find this clip where her second husband, Gary Morton, <laughs> is giving her a, a gift. And just uh, I'll explain things as we go. I've wanted to do this ever since the Olympics. 
do what? He pulls out a medal, a gold medal. You are truly. Turn it around. Oh. <laughs> Always directing. You are truly a gold medal wife. Thank you. <laughs> do what? Turn it around. <laughs> You're not putting it on right, Gary. Perfect timing. <laughs> so you honestly, that illustrates my point. It's not that I've ever seen her like shit on Gary, but she's clearly like, okay, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. Gary, this is Gary, you're a, <laughs> a man. How long have you had? How much did it cost you? <laughs> you probably got it for free. <laughs> Gary, who There's... only knew like playing clubs and and the stages at the big resorts and the Catskills, she once they were married. She was like installed him at Desi Lou. Like pretty much was like you're learning the television industry. Mm, no more stage antics. No more. And and starting of start have start having business room antics. Gary, <laughs> took me a while to get that out. I mean, you can uh, the see best, the oh, best old Lucy voice is Billy West. Have you ever heard Billy West do it? No. <laughs> it's like <laughs> ailing Lucy. Uh, it's like. Oh, <laughs> there's a really poor taste bit he did on Howard Stern a long time ago where she's reading cards in the hospital. She's like, oh, this one's from Tom Bosley. Oh, what a nice man. <laughs> and it's just that over and over again. Uh, anyway, uh, you were saying. Oh, uh, I mean, you can see one of the things that's interesting about Lucy, the uh, attribute is it, it it does a great job at showing how much both she and Desi Arnaz were very canny business people. Like they were focused <laughs> on making show making a lot of shows, making money, hitting the syndication, hitting the like hundred episodes for syndication. So they, really there might not have been a George Clooney mm-hmm. and a what's his fuck if not for Randy Gerber. There wouldn't have been suitcases full of money if not for these people making the money. Yeah. Would Lucy have had a tequila? Would Lucy and Desi have had a tequila? Oh. Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe a rum. Might have been a rum. Might have been a rum because of the uh, Cuban uh, affiliation. Could they still? Could the estate still? Oh, uh, the Babalu rum. Yeah, Babalu rum. Yeah. 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 So so I actually didn't finish my description of what I Love Lucy was about. (laughs) No. Really, all I had to say was basically, yeah. So so Lucy and Ricky. If if they don't, people don't know what the show is. They have stopped listening 15 minutes ago. It's a good point. But there might be like some 20s, like early 20s people that are interested. (laughs) So then there were, they had some, they had some neighbors and they were up to antics. They were up to antics. They were up to, she always wanted. Yeah, she said she always wanted to yes. do the show. You could find this the official register with the Writers Guild one page, like half a page description, like paragraph long. This is what this show is. Hmm. Synopsis. Did you go to the museum and pull out the? Did you check no, the description out of? No, I'm the saying library? that was one of the items in Lucy Attribute. Oh, one of I the see. things, uh, and along with her, just a staggering number of awards and superlatives. Mm-hmm. Like the is the gold medal from Gary in the museum? <laughs> I don't think oh, so. I think so. <laughs> World's number one wife. If, when I die, <laughs> if there's a museum about me. Don't put that stupid metal in there. <laughs> and that's my only request. Goodbye. <laughs> that was in her will. She's gone. <laughs> Gary keeps sneaking into the hospital and putting it around my neck while I'm sleeping. 
It's not fair. I can't fight back. And he puts it on the wrong way. They did have her Medal of Valor. She got that, I think, during Here's Lucy. The Medal of... What is that? What's That's the difference a different presidential? presidential award. Oh, but Rush yeah. doesn't have that. I don't think so, no. Okay. Mm. Not but yet. Trump is going to work yet. to get that yeah. rescinded from Lucy and given to yeah. maybe Hannity, maybe O'Reilly. Trump will give... I think Trump should start giving out, like only military awards to civilians like limbaugh should get the purple heart and stuff <laughs> he should get like pinned and like metal like general status to like Kennedy and tucker carlson yeah yeah he'll he'll give some like gigantic just like good guy trophy to mm-hmm. rob Lagoyevich. what if he'll what if he yeah number one good guy medal <laughs> trump should start giving out the gary morton number one best good guy that ever was <laughs> they're like waiting for him to finish the description he's mm-hmm. making up so they can inscribe it on this big trophy <laughs> oh that was something we hadn't gotten to yet mike congratulations to your godfather rod blagojevich i know he's a family friend oh, yeah we haven't talked about that yet <laughs> trump hardened rod who was you if you listen to the uh, live episode from chicago um was which what hotel was he at i've already forgot yeah why'd he you was at saratoga springs at oh, okay yes he, yeah when he was uh, found out that uh, it was all going to shit for him. Do you yeah. think he'll go stay at Saratoga Springs now that he's celebrating getting out? I think he will. They refurb a lot of those rooms. We just did a round of refurbishments at that hotel. Yeah, he'll be on the skyline be nice. before we know it. A little bit better than jail, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> um, all right, so. Where, where are you? Are you? Are you still describing what the show? Is? All right, we're half an hour into the podcast. We're mm-hmm. still talking about a little bit. Yeah, we basically we've sort of said. So yeah, so the show was just about Lucy, uh, generally like fucking things up. I shouldn't say that. You're right. We should keep it clean because this is a classic TV show. Lucy screwing things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So she that episode you're talking about, which is funny because I believe that's the same episode as the Chocolate Factory episode. Yes. Where the roles so reverse. I believe the, the roles lesson are reversed. Of, I believe the lesson of that episode is stick to the gender roles, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Women shouldn't be working. Men should not be doing housework. They're both incompetent at it. Stick to what works. The it's, war isn't on anymore. Women no. don't have to be in a factory. Yeah. What are yeah. we? doing here maybe it wasn't all so progressive but that being said it was funny to watch it was funny explode and and they were very trepidatious the network at the time of like a white woman married to a latin band leader Mm -hmm. they were worried about that they were always worried about something they couldn't say pregnant like when lucy was pregnant with little rick with uh uh desi Desi Jr., right? Desi Ernest Jr., yeah. Yeah. Um, well, on the show had, was Little Ricky. It was, yeah, when she was, yes. The lines of, of Ricky and Desi are so easy to mess up. Mm-hmm. The, the line is so thin. Mm-hmm. But they, they, ca- they had to say she was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they thought it was scandalous to show a pregnant woman on TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And they just, in, in preparation for that season, they, like, the Ricardos bought, like, so many tall couches so that her <laughs> her bump was never visible. Yeah, like, because that would offend it. That would have offended. I'm yes. so glad we bought these 16 new couches. They slept all in against se- the one wall in separate twin beds in one room. Let's oh, not yeah. forget that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They were not allowed to show. I forget what the first show is where there is the couple was allowed to sleep in the same bed. That is crazy. I mean, we know that I've known that for a long time. They used to say that on Nick at Night as a fact. But if you really think yeah. about it, 
it's like the public wasn't like wasn't able to like see that even though that's what was happening in every marriage mm-hmm. they w- they went to religious leaders to get <laughs> approval for the pregnancy storyline uh oh my god what <laughs> yeah they asked for the they approval got the, of the approval pope? from multiple religious figures of like will this be offensive and they're like no it's okay to acknowledge a woman is going to have a child it's like they were going to do a like an episode with just tons of nudity like, like yeah. we had to go and we had to make sure this was okay where it's like a woman was pregnant people were pregnant in public it wasn't yeah the people wouldn't like just stay in their house while they were pregnant as far as i know <laughs> it was the 50s it was a different time not sure it was a different time Soon but a pregnant woman could go outside but we the world was weird it's still was very a, weird but lucy had already had a child this was the second <laughs> child like I, I believe she had the first before, or maybe while they were filming this, the pilot. This will be the episode that my mom will listen to and have the most corrections. She will say, you know, Lucy, was, th- she'll correct like whatever you just said. I don't know what if it's wrong or not, but she'll say, you know, actually, Jason was wrong. She had a child before blank. Like she'll this is the one she will pay the most attention to. What's the form where we would, what would be the best for issuing retractions? Because once in a while we have to do this and we've done it on the air. Yeah. That's a good question. uh, Yeah. Would you like them in print? (laughs) Uh, Should we tweet that out? Should we put it in a newspaper? Or like a YouTube apology video? (laughs) Like just sort of. Hey, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Um, We were incorrect (laughs) when we were saying that uh, Desi Arnaz Jr. was Lucy's second child. Look, all we can do is try to be better. (laughs) <laughs> and we're gonna you know uh, uh that's all we can do is make a vow to you mm-hmm. are we perfect no but nobody is <laughs> um the the lucy show had a first the second show vivian mm. vance in that show mm-hmm. was the first divorced woman oh yeah character on television mm-hmm William Frawley was divorced in real life in 1924, I think. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Somehow um, divorced before he was married. Yes. Yeah, Not quite sure. Somehow. Came, to, came out of the womb divorced. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, all of that was to say that, that there are two characters and they have neighbors. And the neighbors are cranks. <laughs> the neighbors and are we've cranky. we've been obsessed for a long time with... Uh, it's clear, certainly my biggest area of I Love Lucy interest is... Uh, Frawley-based. William Frawley. Yes. Yeah. Because um, he's an old, weird ca- character actor. Not that weird, but like an old curmudgeon-y character actor, which yeah. you yeah. have an affection, uh, affection for. Well, he reminds me in his performance of these old weirdos who were in theme park rides or, or Disney movies, like your Keenan Wins or your mm-hmm. Thurl Ravenscrofts. But he... There's not always like bad stories about the personal lives of these people, but William Frawley seemed like he's got some. Yes, Mm -hmm. I there's I didn't find anything so crazy unless you have it. No, just generally unpleasant. Just generally an unhappy man. Yeah, uh, alcoholic uh, was given a refer like when they were going to hire him. Like Desi had to sit him down, but apparently he was never late for work. Mm-hmm. He was always no. very a professional. A different story on my hated. three sons, I believe. Yes, I think I he, was he was drunk. I've yeah. heard a, an interview with one of the children from my three sons saying that they'd have to go get him from lunch 
because he would be like drinking and they'd make the kids go get William Frawley from the like whatever the <laughs> restaurant down the street from Paramount. Yeah. My, the, the My Three Sons story I found was that uh, My Three Sons was taping on the same lot as the Lucy show, which Vivian Vance was still a part of mm-hmm. for her, her next show. And as we said, these actors did not get along at all. Uh, and I guess the uh, it was still sour grapes even after by Love Lucy. Oh, I think I, knew. I did see. I saw the story. Yeah, yeah. Could keep going. So he would, <laughs> when the Lucy show was taping, he would go over and like drop a big stack of film canisters or knock equipment over <laughs> during her lines in the live tapings just to mess her up. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It's really, really funny. Uh, I also, another story I saw was that uh, there was an episode called Lucy Has Her Eyes Examined and uh, Vivian Vance watched William Frawley get the script for this episode and Frawley asked, is this next week's script? And she said, no, it's this week and we're filming it in 15 minutes. (laughs) He'd never laid eyes on the script that they were about to walk out and do. Uh, (laughs) I, it's interesting because I was reading some of those things too. And I've always read a pro Vance, a, like a pro Vance version of the story where he's like just a cranky asshole mm-hmm. and she's like upset having to work with him. But then I read some, read some pro Frawley stuff. It might mm. be pro Frawley propaganda. I don't mm. know. But apparently early on, because Frawley was like 20 years older than everybody. So she was like upset that she had to be married to this old guy. I think 24 is maybe the number. That's pretty something like that's that. A big yeah. insulter. So, sure. Supposedly early on she was complaining about it and he was within earshot and she didn't know. And he was furious. <laughs> and like that started it. And then when she turned down the Mertz's spin-off, then it was over. Oh, yeah. That was okay. it. He was so upset because he wanted that show for himself and her. Or not her. He probably just for himself. And but it's so wild because they're both so funny. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. together. They're, they're great so together. good together. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, I was warned about language in this episode. I already said an F word, though. Yes. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I, you know, I kind of, I, I copy pasted this from an article where they did a censorship and I liked their censorship. So oh, I'll, great. I'll copy this. Uh, uh, that, uh, you know, she would have a lot of script notes and uh, the uh, head writer, Jess Oppenheimer, would be called down to the set to mediate. And, uh, you know, he would say, look, I know it was her idea, but I like it and I think it's going to work and I think you should do it. And Frawley would say, I'll do it for you, but not for the witch. (laughs) Parentheses from this article. Frawley would actually use a word that rhymes with witch. Jeez. <laughs> I kind of like it with witch, honestly. But Well, witch makes it a little more, yeah, nice. <laughs> it's not nice, but it makes it nicer. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh-huh. was he a pioneer in being the first uh, actor to call his co-star a word that rhymes with witch? Mm. I bet no. I bet that might have been a <laughs> thing that more happened. common in the uh, yeah. early 20th century. <laughs> things were, di- as we said, things were different back then. <laughs> uh, Frawley lived at, if you ever visit Los Angeles, um, the Knickerbocker Apartments. Uh, the hotel, I mean, it's a hotel now. The, it used to be a hotel. Oh, is it apartments now? Uh, I think it's a retirement home now. Oh. At 1714 Ivar, kind of an infamous location. This is where Harry Houdini's 
widow held uh, the 10th seance after his death. Oh. I believe the final seance uh, that ended it when she tried to contact him. He, he insisted yeah. on being contact. And th- I think the 10th one was the last. He said, do it for 10 years after I died. The 10th one, they thought there was no sign. And then a thunderstorm broke out. Whoa. The Well, I think that what had happened was that there was a word he gave her. He before he yes. died, he gave her a word and he said, This will prove if this is real or not. And then they did all the seances and he never came and never gave the word. Mm. And uh disproved because he didn't like like psychics and stuff. He was annoyed by them. Oh, okay. So but anyway, the thunderstorm came and then that gives you a little hope that he is there. Um, well, and that's what you're saying. That's a little that's like a that's a Hollywood tower. Where some ghostly activity Thank you. has occurred. <laughs> if, there was somebody teeter- if there was somebody teetering on the edge of turning this off, you said that, and they went, "Oh yeah, oh, that's okay. a tower of terror." Good, good. good. Yeah, D.W. Great. Griffith died of a brain hemorrhage after being discovered in the lobby, unconscious. <laughs> and Graham Nash was living there when Cass Elliot picked him up to go to a party where he met Stephen Stills and David Crosby. Whoa. Pretty cool. I'm trying to figure out if this was, because Frawley lived, I believe, in the same place for much of his career and died right outside of it. And I think it's this building. The nurse pulled him inside to try to resuscitate him. I guess he was going with it. He was walking around with a nurse. He went to a movie, apparently, and the nurse pulled him inside to try to resuscitate him, but it was no no use. I read somewhere where people think Frawley haunts the bar. (laughs) <laughs> sloppy frolly yeah which is yeah we like old character actors who live in a hotel yeah. and uh have a presence at a bar his star on the walk of fame is not <clears throat> quite there but very very close to yeah. that up to his spot to the spot on the sidewalk where i guess he uh uh, where it happened to he passed away. That's how many stars on the Walk of Fame are right where someone died. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's uh, probably the only one. Well, it's like unrelated people, you you would think. But yeah, how, yeah he might have closest proximity between star and death yeah, spot. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Lucy has two stars, one for TV, one for film on the Walk of Fame. And probably stars on the walk, the fake walks of fame at all of the theme parks. Probably, yes, hers, she has one at Universal, Florida, mm-hmm. right by the Brown Derby, oh. right down the mm-hmm. few feet away from uh, Does she have, tribute. in Palm Springs, there's that walk of fame they have? Do you know oh, what I'm yes. talking about? Oh, she I has we need to, to be do walk of fame. We need to do a whole episode on that. That'll be Patreon. <laughs> Liberace's there and we're just gonna go through the stars <laughs> Patreon Patreon Palm Springs, Springs was sort of a very mid-century uh-huh. around the time of I Love Lucy Palm Springs I feel like just booming hell the Salton Sea probably still very booming in the insane <laughs> resort community of an inland sea as a result of uh irrigation irrigation runoff mm-hmm. that's now a natural disaster like we'll it's just to, a catastrophe yeah, that's, a bad, that's like a never saved spot for yeah your, we'll yeah. get to irrigation on the pay behind the paywall but it, it's crazy to think about the times that Lu- when lucy was airing from like the early 50s right up until 1960 i mean there's an episode where they like go to havana mm-hmm. because the Bay of Castro and the Bay of Pay, all of that hadn't happened yet. So it was still the Cuba of like Godfather 2. It was still the like gambling Mm -hmm. mob Cuba. 
Is that the Cesar Romero episode? I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. He he did guest star. A lot of great guest stars on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this also feels like a very like Robert Osborne style episode that we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And, and many of her Hollywood friends would pop by the show as well. Uh, let's bring it back to the museum for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not forever. We'll get That's off. That's okay. That's no, we like the museum. Okay. The museum, uh, yeah, was very neat. Uh, uh, I, I, I mean, I liked it aesthetically. It was very like old Universal with its like film reel, uh, uh, yes. you know, de- like uh, a trim across the floors and the ceilings. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think was really cool in there was the the recreation of the set, a little model of the set. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, which was some, you know, the thing that's kind of gone away from Universal a little bit, the education about how old Hollywood stuff was made uh, and the like, getting to see that set and realizing the way that sitcoms happen now where there's standing sets and maybe most traditionally mm-hmm. three major sets that don't really move. Uh, uh, I think in the old days with sitcom, I think I think sitcom set, sets used to be much flimsier uh, and they wanted these sets to be way better. So this idea of like, here's a line of sets and we go down the row and these three mm-hmm. never move. You can add other ones like swing sets down the line. But what, I guess the apartment and the club uh, and I'm blanking the on what kitchen. the other one might have been. I guess that's a the separate, kitchen, the yeah. bedroom, the yeah. living room. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sometimes, would you see the like cat or the fire escape or the... Yeah, on occasion I guess you though. wouldn't go to... Did they go to the Mertz's very often? Once in a while. Once in a blue moon, yeah. But I don't think that was always... Not every episode. But the... also in the genuine education of that like okay so the way shows are shit like three cam the three cameras set up essentially the show pioneered and that exhibit taught you that and shows you like the types of shots that like here's a wide mm-hmm. and a medium and a close uh, uh, and so like yeah the, w- the way all sitcoms are done now was pioneered by Desi pretty spe- specifically mm-hmm. and they bring up in the exhibit, Carl Freund. I didn't know any of this until, like, I, I reminded myself and saw pictures of the exhibit that Carl Freund was the DP of the show, and he's why it looks so beautiful and like, like, just glorious black and white film. But I didn't know any of this that he was the DP of Metropolis. And wow, Dracula. really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, major, major. That's like, wild. Crazy, like some of the best shot movies of the first half of wow. the century. Yeah. Um, and I think he was maybe reticent to do mm-hmm. I Love Lucy, but Desi really wanted him specifically, and he's eyeing it and going, "Well, I don't like the way sitcoms look, so if I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. I want to do it my way." So that standing set thing was partially came out of hit off of him like i don't want to be filming these flimsy sets where the walls shake mm-hmm. uh and also he's like we have to be able to like shoot this fast and make these tapings not exhausting for people so all the lights are going to be going up they're all up on a grid mm-hmm. and which was a revolutionary thing and that's the way every show is done now from sitcom to talk show or anything done in a studio but i think before this sitcoms are still like crazy wires all over the crown and like bringing a light and like i think this yeah. was i think i love lucy was the invention of the lighting grid yeah and a big thing um kind of started the trend of filming television in california mm-hmm. because before this television shot film shot in california television shot in new york uh-huh and you and yeah oh, a lot oh. flimsier a lot cheaper a lot more kinescopes but are they um, like well if we're gonna do it we live in la it's got to be I, done in LA. I think that's right and huh. he the the i believe that same dp figured out a couple one the set was painted gray 
besides the furniture and the props and costumes, it was painted yeah. gray. Yeah. And like the, they show you in that model. That's yeah. a really mind blowing fact that they wanted to get the colors and the shades exactly how yeah. it was going to look on on the show. And he had figured out some sort of viewfinder to see what it would look like in black and white, to see like what a shot would look like. Wow. In black and white. There was something I saw, yeah, the newspaper, like the newspaper prop they would read was in like gray. It was not a normal looking. It was like a specific gray that would look good on the camera or look good in the film. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, it is weird. It is. If you like your history, this is like such a significant thing in television history, the show. Yeah. Yeah. And and I just I love that in Hollywood, it steps away from this show that we talked about a little while ago that has like we're going to talk about Hitchcock's filming techniques. And Mm -hmm. I think this was a special thing about early Universal's Hollywood or I mean both universals, that there is a nod to earlier fit to like classic film and classic TV. Now all that's kind of out the window. Now it's all like, uh, you know, uh, a lot more minion content. There's a lot of minions. Yeah. And I don't more... blame, but that's what happens. It's not the craziest thing. But I, I liked the tie to real education. About... Well, something for mom and dad and grandma and grandpa, you know, something classic stuff that sort of everyone remembers. Mm-hmm. Like that you can have multiple generations know a thing. That's why, like, the Aladdin show that we talked about, A California Adventure, like, was so well-received, and the Frozen show is, like, less positively reviewed guest-wise. I think my theory is that because, like, well, you've had... 20 plus years of people watching Aladdin, multiple generations developing a fondness for it. Frozen is nine years old, I guess at this point, eight years old. Some people are extremely excited about Frozen, but some people that doesn't haven't even uh, watched it, like myself. Yeah. I've never watched Frozen. Mm, Sure. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Should I watch Frozen? (laughs) If you get around to it. Sure. It's fine. I like it. Mm, Frozen 2? Uh, Frozen 2 is okay. Mm-hmm. The songs are okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One's better in my mind. Mm. Uh, although I'd also argue, though, the reason really is that there's no genie in the Frozen well, show. Well, of course. Yeah. Genie Top is topicality. Is, if they uh, just throw genie in the Frozen show. Um, but it, so it felt like in early Universal, I do remember thinking like, it, it did give you like pretty good IP out of the gate, especially when Florida yep. opens that like. Like oh, in addition to all these to to King Kong and uh, and ET uh, and Jaws and everything, like I get to learn, I get to do an experience about Hitchcock and Lucille Ball. <laughs> um, that did appeal to me as a kid, yes. and probably oh, to a yeah. lot of parents. I brought this this book. This I, I don't think I've busted this out before necessarily. The official pictorial guide to Universal Studios. Wow. from the early nineties, which has all page about the. About the Starway. This one really... Uh, I love this book because it's got like photos of filming uh, Back to the Future 2, my mm. favorite film of all time. Of course. Uh, uh, and But there's a really good... There's a good Lucy section. Um, wait, let me find it. Right next to... Oh, geez. I'm wasting a lot of time flipping through pages. Uh, I was going to say... I'll tell a quick brief anecdote. When, yes, we went, Liz, when Lindsay and I went back to... Uh, we had, hadn't been to Orlando in years and years... Uh, in 2013, uh, I forgot this was even here, this Lucy tribute, and apparently I ran, like I ran, <laughs> <laughs> and then she, there's a picture on her Instagram from 2013 of me at the kiosk playing the trivia game, and her, and her comment is, like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> 
2013. There. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's, I, mean, I mean, there's not even much to show you. I just really like this display. And I love the I love the, the paintings of Lucy and her, I love uh, the uh, paintings. Yeah, multiple great. modes. Uh, I especially love that those paintings, yeah, it's like one of her kind of, as you know, are mainly in the <clears> middle and then four like other modes and characters. And I love that one of them was a permanent theme park tribute to the 1985 film Stone Pillow. Oh my gosh. Where she plays a homeless lady. <laughs> um, I just love that title. Oh, Stone Pillow. Very, have very you seen much. Stone Pillow, Jason? I haven't. Have you? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen a lot of clips of Stone Pillow. I mainly just, I think most people mainly just know the beginning <clears throat> where she right. wakes up in a pile of trash and says, well, still here. <laughs> I forgot Stone all of Pillow that. Because she also plays like, uh, like a, a, a more cartoonish hobo in at least one or two I Love Lucy. She was always That's playing a vaudeville the professor. She's a tramp right the, here, right next yeah, to Stone Pillow. Sure. She was multiple types of tramps and hobos. <laughs> of course, And of course, she was very glamorous as Auntie Mame as in, in Mame. Oh, right. Uh, right. I was in a high school production of Mame. Oh, Ooh. here we go. Do I, I know that, right? <laughs> I think I think it's talked about before. And What'd you I, do in Mame? The, Where okay. are the videos? Is that a video that we can see? Well, no, because the real like Broadway musicals didn't really right. give a filming license in the way that the other company that just grinds out scripts mm. for middle schools to do. They allow one performance to be professionally videotaped. Mm. The pioneer, uh, uh, whatever the uh, company company. I forgot the name. There used to be bookstores. Um, the Broadway book company that licenses the stuff usually doesn't. So parents mm. would have to like sneak. Then the YouTube, is there a sneaked version of you and I don't and know Mame? if there's a sneaked version. Do, and you play, I, though. I played, okay, so in the second act of Mame, or the end of the first, I forget when exactly, but her nephew is grown up and gets engaged to a, a rich girl, and they live, her family lives on an old southern plantation, and I played the southern father. I oh played. Oh my god! There not, has to be the, a video of that. Probably the first, but not the last time I've worn seersucker on stage. But then also, I there, I was definitely in the. They had to find a dozen ill-fitting red fox hunting jackets to do the the title song to do me where a bunch you say of, this as if we know that you know the fox hunting the jackets fox hunt, they go fox hunting at a certain point and lucille ball one of those pictures she is in like a riding kind is of that why gear. she's in a top hat yeah i believe that is from a sequence in mame yes because okay. then she puts on like the gear too but it's a bunch of guys like serenading you make the bougainvillea turn <laughs> purple do, at the mention of you, your name and you did that like in a company oh, they taught this video they taught a dozen freshman boys they tried to teach the most complicated like dance for that oh. and none of us could get it and we're all wearing these like jackets none of them fit us oh, and so God. it's we're like please like please simplify these steps like you, it's so could you send out a facebook message to all the guys you were in the group with and does anyone have a bootleg copy of this 
That's a good question. Maybe. I got to try and remember. And are yeah. they willing to do a Fox Hunter reunion <laughs> podcast? Oh, for Encore? Are we going to do the, on, the Disney get, yeah, Plus yeah, show? I know let's the get Encore, Encore people. Let's, yeah. Yeah, let's get you on oh, Encore. Great. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to get you on Encore. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Wait, that or what was the other show where you're like a... The Nazi? A, yeah. Yeah. That's what, what more the, complicated. That was, was called that Kilroy was here. Oh, right. And that was the company that just churns out scripts with like 30 characters. Right. So everyone gets to have a part. But you have that tape. That I have. And that's going to be a Patreon soon. We got to figure that. Yeah, we got to figure well, that out. Well, that's going to be behind the paywall. You're going to have to pay to see Jason as a Nazi in eighth sound, grade. Because the mics that fed the cameras shooting that were on a plywood proscenium and just kids in ill-fitting costume shoes stomping on this wood is being picked up on every microphone (laughs) and i'm like i can't believe you guys didn't i know you're a local video production company in 1995 (laughs) come on we'll we'll see we'll see Mm, all right well that's teasing for the future i realize now that on this instagram post uh, you're the first one to like <laughs> of my Lucia tribute picture. But is that Beautiful the first person, the well, or is it just yeah? But my name immediately comes. Yeah, it's funnier because well, I. The I mean the quiz. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's talk about the. Qu- let's I mean, talk I, about you the. You know, it, in 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 this little description here, they tell you everything in this exhibit to from re- magazine covers and awards to recreated sets, home video footage, an interactive trivia game, <laughs> and that is the main. And that's the thing my wife Aaron is the most fond of. Oh, the game, and mm-hmm. clearly you as well. You yeah. ran to the game, pushed children out of the way. Yeah, get old, me to the game. Old people and children, I shoved. So this was a very analog push button. It was like a. It was like a, a, a VCR board game a little bit yeah uh, though yep. ran much better than that uh but a trivia game where you answered questions and your answers got the ga- lucy and uh, ricky and the gang yes. across the country from new york to la right so in on the lucy on the isle of lucy they would do like multi-season arcs which i like a lot as well they would do they would go to california when ricky was shooting a movie and they would like relocate for a season or two so they did different things they had different locations yeah. so you were trying to help in this game get the whole gang across the country by answering mm, pretty easy if you've watched the show lucy trivia questions Mm-hmm. And was, uh, and you you couldn't get them wrong because then the car would run out of gas. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. kind of the threat. You couldn't get too many wrong answers. Or no, the, you, you wanted you'd them, have to bail in uh, Colorado or whatever. Yes, you wanted them singing "California, Here We Come." Yeah, that's, that's what they your sing award. in the show. I believe in California they called the quiz that. In the pictures I I had, it just says "I Love Lucy" quiz in Florida. Okay. So, but yeah, I. I would every now and then, because some of those questions, I mean, yeah, Lucy's made a name, McGillicott, that's pretty easy. Hmm, Vitamin of Vegemin, that's course. pretty easy. But then there'd be like, how many window or like how many times did someone do this? And it's like, uh, I guess three I do, times. I do believe no, I missed four. I missed one or two. I missed one. And I would always hmm. was like had to start over. <laughs> oh boy, rough. So you got to finish it. There was Yeah, I watched one that was kind of a trick question about what was his nightclub. 
and and one of them is like is Tropicana, which he did play at the Tropicana. That's what I was saying was earlier. His club, Babalu Club, Babalu was yeah. his club. So that might trip you up. Mm-hmm. We should say in case you want some more con- the songs that the mask or uh, Cuban Pete, the song that the mask sings in Jim Carrey's The Mask, is uh, Desi Arnaz's song. So that makes it more relevant. That's a what I'm 25 saying. Twenty-five-year-old film. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Extremely old film. I mean, compared to the fact that this this show is at this point what seventy years old. <laughs> Jesus, sixty wow. years old. Wow. There is um. I guess it's, you yeah, know a 60, lot of more closer to sixty. That strip of Universal Studios, Florida based on actual buildings in LA. I didn't realize until reading up on this, this is based on, I don't know if it's still there, but the Hollywood Reporter building kind of had those two like silver gongs Mm -hmm. uh, above it. And there, there is even, I believe it's still there, a plaque on the side, uh, like at the entrance, the one of the entrances saying like Hollywood Reporter established so-and-so year by so-and-so guy. Mm. Um, so this this building is like designed after a landmark even now and they they've changed the coloring a little since it became a hello kitty store mm-hmm. uh, but that's tw- wow so it's a tribute to the building where the institute it was the beginnings of the institution that now informs us that uh quibi is going to it's going to be boffo blow the lid yeah yeah <laughs> do boffo biz <laughs> um, that streamer gonna do boffo biz Qu- quibi might be the first company named in variety language <laughs> <laughs> that's true cat's a bird to make a quibi it's a quibi Qu- a quick bite <laughs> um, was was a hollywood reporter there that might there might be another connection because a, a, a later I Love Lucy guest star, uh, gossip columnist and miserable person Hedda Hopper <laughs> appeared on uh, the Lucy Desi Comedy Hour. Was mm. her, I believe her column may have run in The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, I don't know that. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm not sure we should know that. She, My uh, mom will have that correction. Yeah. <laughs> um, I To not get too far from the game, it seemed like it might be a good idea for us to play our own yes. oh, version of yes. the game. Yes. Uh, I have only one uh, question, but mm-hmm. it, it might be, it, it might get the job done because this this game is, uh, it, it it's all Bill Frawley based. Mm-hmm. The one question is Bill Frawley based, and and your goal is to the correct answer will get Bill Frawley from the toilet to the couch. <laughs> so if you're ready, to, if you're ready to do it, I am ready. Uh, yeah, sure. Just I hope be- I. I hope I do him proud. And you should maybe your is your buzzer for this maybe like a canti- maybe you you, you it, it's it's a Bill Frawley what? You're like what do you okay. want? <laughs> that's 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 your buzzer. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, the question is, uh, and you, you may have run across this uh, answer and story we'll already, see. but maybe, yeah, that's you maybe know, I have uh, You can know the trivia. That's fine. Uh, why was Bill Frawley fired from the 1928 production uh, of the Broadway show She's My Baby? Oh my god! I just saw this. Oh shit! Drinking on stage, skipping a show to go to a baseball game, punching his co-star in the nose. Uh, Forget to buzz in. What? What? <laughs> you got it first. Mike got it I first. I got it first. I think punching his co-star in the nose. I think it's a baseball game. 
Uh, Mike, uh, a couch, here we come. Yes. Uh, Bill Frawley has collapsed on the couch thanks to you. Uh, He did punch his co-star in the nose. Uh, Yeah, this was a 1928 uh, Broadway production. Uh, He punched an actor named Clifton Webb. Yes. Uh, The way he tells the story, he spoke nasty to me a couple of times, and I told him if he did that again, I'd sock him in the nose. He did, and I did. And I got got kicked out of the show. Um, Clifton Webb. Webb, also important to sitcom history, because in the 40s, he appeared in several films where he originated the character Mr. Belvedere. Oh, yeah. This was a film character who they were trying to get to be in sitcoms for many. They tried it in the 60s, several pilots, and not until a a young, energetic, self-ball crusher named Christopher Hewitt Mm -hmm. uh, took on the role uh, in the 80s, did it occur. He sat on his own balls. He sat on his own balls. That's a legend. Yeah, apparently. Legend of Belvedere. Well, Mike, I'm wondering if you can go two to two in a William (laughs) Frawley-based question that will also set you up for what will surely be an hour and a half of material. (laughs) Who was initially considered for the role of Fred Mertz, but had already gotten another part was I'm already committed to I'm waving my arms to, in the air like is, of course annoyed this is by this. me 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 please me. what I'll say I'll do I'll buzz right. in if it's of course Gail Gordon Gail Gordon <laughs> star of the Lucy show All right. and here's Lucy Yes. Her longtime collaborator after her uh, contentious divorce from Desi Arnaz. Mm-hmm. Although it should say, uh, Lucy and Desi stayed friends, and he was supposed to give her her Kennedy Center honor, and then he passed away five days before. Wow. Jeez. Robert Stack gave it to her instead. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Um, anyway, yes, Gail Gordon, and uh, should I like go get lunch and come back? Like, how do you want <laughs> yeah. to handle this? Because <laughs> I don't know as much. I mean, I would watch the Lucy show a little, but I I, I didn't not like it as much as well, I love Lucy. But you you are a Gail Gordon guy. I don't know. You're hyping my Gail. I you, Gordon I really like Gail Gordon, but I, yeah. I, I the, the audience is not going to expect the level of Gordon for Gail Gordon. <laughs> okay, for I don't mean to put pressure on you. Uh, but Gail Gordon played Mr. Mooney. Uh, which I think is a pretty, like, I don't know, pretty uh, relevant uh, reference still to this day, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mr. Mooney being like the banker. Uh, basically, Lucy worked at a bank and Mr. Mooney was her boss, but also seemingly was in charge of her money. So, like, they could still do the dynamic of, like, Luce, like Ricky not wanting her to spend money on something. So uh-huh. he would get upset with her a lot. This was on the second show. On the second show. On the second show, which changed concepts a few seasons in. Yeah. Well, Vivian Vance left. Vivian Vance left. Her and Lucy had a falling out at that point. And she would come back every now and then. But the whole thing was that Lucy was a rich widow and Vivian Vance was divorced and they were raising their children together in the same house. And then a few seasons in, I believe she fired her whole writing staff and they rejiggered it. Uh, Gail Gordon had shown up already and then they reconfigured it so that Lucy lived in California now and worked at a bank and Gail Gordon was her boss and no longer her uh, money manager. Right. It was, yes, they've, I, my, my, I have a haziness with this show, even though I, there's episodes that I remember very specifically. My mom and family like to watch the Christmas episode specifically with Vivian Vance and Lucy, uh, where they both they disagree on how to do Christmas, so they have like two different trees, 
And that's a like a family tradition now is that we watch that show sure. around mm-hmm. Christmas time. I think that might be our only tradition as far as watching <laughs> things. It might be that episode of... You should get a second tree in the spirit of that. I agree because there's like one of them wants like a, like a white tree. I want a colorful tree. Like a, they used to have those big like gaudy pink trees and... Silver trees. Silver trees. Yeah. I like that stuff. Anyway. Uh, so Gail Gordon, there's a controversy that I never see. I've, I to bring up Billy West again. Billy West has a theory. I think I haven't seen it online. Is that Gail Gordon stole his whole comedic persona and delivery from another frequent guest star of I Love Lucy, Frank Nelson. Uh, Frank Nelson is the guy who's now been parodied. He's been on the, the they've used the voice on The Simpsons many times. It's is the guy that would go yes. It's that guy. He was on yep. Sanford and Son. He would just do this gimmick on all these different sitcoms where he would like try to get a, like a guy who worked at a store's attention and he would turn around and go, yes, people. I wonder if it lets you know you're dealing with the most persnickety uppity man right out of yes. the gate. It's a hell of a, uh, to use an improv term, initiation. It's a, a wonderful character initiation. Yep. Yes. And it is funny. Uh, it works almost every time. Mm-hmm. And the Sanford and Son, he's kind of old, so it's a little, it's maybe a little shakier than when he was younger. Yeah. But it's the same. It is the same delivery as Gail Gordon, who would be very much like the Lucille. Like he has the same cadence. And maybe he just ripped off this guy's bit and did it like not better, maybe, but made a lot more money probably because he was on. Like it was reg- on regular, he uh, like wormed his way into parts that were more functional on the show mm-hmm. within a stuffy Mater D, mm-hmm. um, the, a character they needed more often. Right. There was yeah. no, and there was no, you know, Joe Rogan confronting Mencia moment ever, <laughs> as far as I can <laughs> you tell. You stole my bit. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> I never. I would. Oh. How, would you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> They're at the Both comedy immediately store. Immediately get hit with a bucket of water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> a waiter with two pies. My tie is spinning at the very thought. <laughs> Gordon versus Nelson. That would be a good like. Uh, I um, did. I just certainly did not steal your itchy asshole bit. <laughs> no, I never. <laughs> uh, there should be a like a what's the Ryan Murphy. When the feud feud, oh. there should oh, be a yeah. Nelson Nelson yes. versus Gordon. <laughs> Gordon feud episode or show. Well, now it's funny that you say that because there there was a lot of weird Lucy stuff in the two thousands. There's the statue uh, in Celeron, New York. There was a statue. Celeron. Uh, Celeron. I believe that Celeron. Yeah, I would guess that's how you say it. Um, uh, it was the statue that everyone came to call Scary Lucy. <laughs> oh. That, oh, I've seen Scary Lucy. Yeah, yeah, it's like a statue of her. It does not look like her. So they replaced it with a more, a better version of, of her in mm-hmm. 2016. But then because the first one was such a popular tourist destination now, the statues sit a few feet apart, like 70 feet apart. They're both there in in this town. <laughs> I've never heard this. The, wow. Like the dueling Christmas trees. Like yeah, the dueling yeah. Christmas dueling trees. Dueling Lucy statues. That's very insane. They should add next to all this the Ellen from Ellen's Energy Adventure. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, have all of the frightening sitcom uh, yeah. figures. But I, I uh, feud made me think of this fact that we have not seen yet. 
2015, it was announced that Lucille Ball would be played by Kate Blanchett in an untitled biographical film to be written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, oh wow. So, <laughs> now, I don't know. I, I, I used to really like Aaron Sorkin, and then I think he got away from the power of television. I think the closer he hews to the power of media... The be- well, not newsroom, but like, I, say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I re- used to really like sports night. I loved the West Wing when it was on. I didn't make it my entire political worldview, but I really, I think the social network is very good. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think he, he made a, he wrote a play called The Farnsworth Invention about the invention of television that's supposed to be very good. Well, I think an I Love Lucy project would benefit from that they're recreating existing scenes rather than him writing the comedy scenes mm-hmm. from whole cloth. Oh, Assuming well, that's that that's true. the plan. But if this were to be a Studio 60 scenario and he was doing I Love Lucy fan fiction... Um, wow. Yeah. I was thinking, will there be a time when, because everyone's so desperate to just reuse old TV shows, will there be a time when, like, I Love Lucy is back, mm. and it's just new people playing the characters, and then they've just written new episodes? I mean, they've been doing these live TV shows. That's true. They have been doing these a version live, of this. Um, honey. So yeah. will one of them just stick, and then we'll get... Aaron Sorkin's I Love Lucy. Well, and they're bringing them back because in a divided America, the all in the family sort of matters in a new way. So mm. maybe you need the relevance. Like, that uh, can Vita Mita Vegemin somehow be a take on our frustrating healthcare mm. situation and the lies that are peddled by Big Pharma? Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That yeah. might yeah. sort of up the the relevance. Sorkin will write it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do a re. He's gonna do a new pass on Vitamina Vegemite. Yeah, take the old script because the all the yeah you, the old ones are just recreations of old episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they change it at all, but yeah. this one will be a reimagining of Vitamina Vegemite. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a new for a new political yeah. landscape and with a, with and with more Gilbert and Sullivan references. Yeah, yeah. He did. That's one of his problems with the old Lucy shows. Not enough Gilbert. Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there was plenty of Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> Did everyone come across the street show that no. I don't yes, think was probably. long lived? They would do right outside in Universal Studios, Florida, they would do a show with, uh, uh, of course, you may have seen the Lucille Ball walk around character. Mm-hmm. I learned this the estate has to approve. Everyone who plays Lucy. What? Yeah. Estate, just like the Geisel estate has to approve all the stuff for Seuss Landing, and J.K. Rowling has to approve all the Harry Potter stuff, the, the, Luc- the Lucille Ball estate has to approve the performers who play I Love Lucy. Mm. Um, but, so this had a walk around Lucy, and a walk around Ricky, mm. and a band. And they fought Wolverine. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, you're, you're bringing up something I do like because there's a, a clip of Lucy getting scared by Frankenstein at Universal cool. Studios. Well, that's very fun. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> but I didn't know that, yeah, that Ricky was a character. Ricky yeah. was a character. They, he would try to play a number. I saw it, yeah. Lucy yeah. would try to force her way in the show. Mm-hmm. And then she would show that she could perform by doing the Vitamita Vegemite performance. Oh, and then okay. she was loopy 
and then the band just starts to play and she's like loopy and she's pulling people around trying to dance to it and oh she gets a little loose she, yeah uh, she gets a little, a little loose party in the streets right because the vitamin, 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 vitamin. vitamin the bit was that she was doing a commercial and she would drink it because it was part of the commercial but the medicine would get you drunk yeah so she got very drunk mm-hmm. so she was doing that on the stage i thought the performers were very good very accurate like yeah like brady bunch movie level accurate where you're like, hey, they all kind of nail the spirit of the perform of the original performance. Yeah, because Ricky has to sing too. Yeah, well, thanks to this vetting process, which is, I mean, that's nice, but it also creeps me out in kind of a Fox News uh, a blonde automaton kind of way. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm sure the Monroe Estate has to do the Marilyn Monroe Estate. Maybe approves. Hmm. Yeah. That. Probably. Chaplin Estate. Like, yeah, I, I think. The Austin Powers Estate. The Austin Powers <laughs> Estate. Austin <laughs> Powers' widow has to approve each Austin Powers. Does Mike Myers have to approve the Austin Powers in the Universal Singapore? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have to go through a re- like bunch of tapes? Or is he there live for the auditions? Mm. I don't yeah, know. And he'll he'll give a yeah, baby, or a, or a no, baby, or a no, that's not my bag. That kind of thing's not my bag, baby. Right. The Austin Powers and the walk around Foxy Cleopatra do actually do this show. They do the bake band and they do vitamin. Oh, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, I know. I will say I love that Lucy now is part of the walk around IP of you. I mean, she has been for a while, but the mm. walk around IP of universal, which includes minions, includes Frankenstein and Groucho Marx, Groucho some real people and some cartoon and then like sideshow Bob. Yeah. So yeah. Lucy and Woody sideshow, Lucy sideshow Bob and Woody Wood, Woodpecker could show up together around in the same vicinity. They usually, I don't think they Lucy. Usually at universal Hollywood is just sitting in like a little director's chair on the main drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you call that? Is Do they have a name for that street? Like their main street? I'm sure there Studio is. Studio Way. I Studio Way. Um, I, but yeah, right, you know, with like Beetlejuice. I think it's possible that for for younger people that the line is blurred. They know what Lucy is, but do they know that Lucy is a real person or that Grouch is a real person? Yeah. Or, and, or, and then, okay, well, if they're real people, does that mean Beetlejuice is a real person? <laughs> but, you know, the whole gang's gathered on the back of this very... Uh, yeah, who do we got like, on there? Well, they all have to team up to rescue Chili Willy from Boris Badenov. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Laurel and Hardy... Were Laurel and Hardy real? Uh, is uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon real? <laughs> Fievel. <laughs> is, was was Fievel a real mouse? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, Fievel was real, but playing a character named Fievel based right. on the real on himself. Did, uh, the lines are blurred. Yeah, there's no... Is there any a single Disney walk-around character that was real? A real person? Well, didn't Pocahontas. they in Disney MGM Studios yes, also Pocahontas. have... Were the Disney MGM Studios characters generic, like, I'm an actress from the 40s, or were there real... Oh, that's a good question. Were they based on... The citizens of Hollywood were all more archetypes. Right. That's the yeah. name, the citizens of citizens Hollywood? Citizens of Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. But they, yeah, did they have impersonators? I can't remember. This is a good question. Who was a real person? Yeah, Pocahontas is a good answer. Uh, is that it? John Smith. Was John, well, Yeah, I guess he John walked Smith around. Uh, I never had a walk around Lincoln. Was there a walk around Lincoln ever? I don't know. Oh, I don't think question. so. I think he stayed I'm in. I'm sure there used to be a walk around Davy Crockett. Yes. Yes. Good, go. good, good. Yeah, good pull. And uh-huh. a Mike Fink. Was there a Mike Fink? 
What was there? Mommy, mommy, I want my picture with Mike Fink, the <laughs> the river pirate, you the fall, unhinged man. He'd follow you into the bathroom and flush your head down the toilet. No. <laughs> was Drown. Zorro was not a real person, right? Mike Zorro was not a real person. No. All right. But that's exactly one of those things. I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't think super he was. confident. I didn't think he was. No. Zorro yeah. was like bat like the inspiration for Batman. It's like the tradition of Batman goes through Zorro. Which is why the Thomas and Martha Wayne were seeing Zorro with Bruce. A kid yeah. might think that Dracula was real. That Dracula mm-hmm. was like, yes, of course. I know he's a scary horror character, <laughs> but I think he like wrote the movie for himself, right? Um, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's uh, autobiographical. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they saw like I want to bring my story <laughs> to the masses. And Trump is going to give Dracula some sort of a medal soon probably <laughs> for all of his great work. <laughs> and that'll be confusing too. <laughs> so he wanted blood, who cares? What's the big deal? <laughs> I love Dracula. Maybe I like blood. Maybe I'll drink some blood. Have we heard about blood? Have we heard about this blood? <laughs> Wonderful blood. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about this blood, and we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna make it happen. Uh, Of course, we're drinking the blood, folks. We're We're bringing back blood. We love blood. We love blood. We love blood. Uh, There's that picture of Trump with Frankenstein, of course, at Universal Studios. Was Frankenstein one of those? Wasn't he? Oh yes, it's Frankenstein. The minion. That might be a full, much like our Fabio. Oh yeah, yeah. Do the full episode about his his photo with Shrek and uh, it's Apprentice tie-in, right? Like yeah, because they they're all wearing suits and Trump-esque ties. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will he award Shrek with a med- any sort of medal? We don't know. No, they had a fall. Sloppy Shrek. <laughs> Sloppy Shrek. Can't control his disgusting children. <laughs> He's Fergo, Fergo Fargus. So Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> He's kind of an immigrant, too. He's, like, trying to come from the swamp into the kingdom. Yeah, which, that's uh, true. Trump's not a fan of. But, yeah, Shrek and Fievel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fievel's Trump Thank God Fievel was out of the park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fred Trump especially would have evicted all of the mice. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's for <laughs> and the and the cats. They're all out. Uh, so what are we? What were we talking about? Walk around characters. Oh yeah, walk around Lucy. There was just there was Lucy Street Show. What else? Lucy. I mean, you saw they had a lot of pictures with Lucy and all our Hollywood friends. Of course, my favorite, Jack Benny. Lucy and Jack Benny. Jack Benny sure. doing his hands. Got his hands over his mouth. Jack Benny, very funny. I've liked I've, Jack. Very funny. I like Jack Benny more now as an adult. I never really watched anything with him. I don't see that stuff is like, again, shot on kinescope. A yeah, that little, stuff didn't survive. Some of the radio stuff has survived. Um, very briefly, you and I got into Netflix had like six or seven Jack Benny Very episodes. Sh- small amount, yes. Uh, and we got rightfully obsessed with them. Because yeah, just and then they so went away. They're not they on there away. anymore. Yeah. They put up like, yeah, like badly transferred Jack Benny episodes on Netflix for like six <laughs> months. And I was like, these are funny. And then yeah. they were gone. And I don't know where they are. Like some funny I, sketches. There's some stuff on archive.org. Actually, yeah. a lot of the Colgate stuff sure the the radio shows where he gets a polar bear for no reason (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's some like goofy weird stuff on there well a lot of the i mean there's weird rights issues with the lucy show and not i I don't think all of those are readily available but i know 
due to public domain laws that five of them at least are available on Viewboo. Right. Uh, on the, oh, uh, great. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, you guys are into Viewboo, right? That's, Lucy yeah, Show or I Love Lucy? Uh, 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 Lucy Show. Lucy Show, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's on there with the Craig Healy stuff. I mean, great. That's, yeah, that's where Quibi's going to run into issues. It's just, you know, Viewboo's yeah. already saturated the market, and it's free. Yeah, it's free, and the bites are bigger. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. quick bites; they're longer bites. Yes. which is like some people want long, some people want quick. Yeah, I love Lucy's kind of a a long bite or a few <laughs> quick bites stacked mm-hmm, in, stacked mm-hmm. on top of each other. That is into huge bites, which is what the boo stands. Mm-hmm. That's like a combo of bite and huge. Yeah, that's what that's what boo means. And it's not voodoo. That's a different streaming service. That's a no, different that's Walmart thing. streaming, streaming service. service. Is that who owns? Yeah, that? I just learned oh. that because I think maybe it's getting bought. That's what. I saw, yeah. Okay. It's being purchased by someone else. Voodoo is being purchased, but Voodoo, do you want to spell it in case people want oh, to yeah, check v- it out? Yeah, V-I-O-O-B-U.com. And you yeah. can see, yeah, as we, I, you I can believe, see the Lucy show and, you know, Craig Fix It America. John Hopkins, Science Review. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Armchair Detective, Van Clip Cup. I mean, all your favorites are there. So yeah, so be sure to check it out. Yeah, beware, Quibi. Um, uh, we, we did not say Gail Gordon hosts the video that plays in Lucy Attribute. Oh. And oh, I yeah. searched for it, and maybe I didn't do a good job, but I searched for just a uh, a feed of it, mm-hmm. but I don't believe it exists. You see little clips when people are walking little through. Little clips or clips of the montages of her, you know, falling in the grapes and yes. doing the chocolate. And doesn't he, he's like very loving, just like, oh my good God. night, you wonderful, wonderful yes. angel. <laughs> yes, there, he is, uh, yes, very rever- reverential, that's the word. Uh, Give about you a medal it. if I could. Mm-hmm. He probably, I mean, look, she probably wish she was married to Gail Gordon and not uh, Gary Morton. Morton. <laughs> had to grab who she could at the time. <laughs> but he was around. There, he, would, he would do what she said. <laughs> it was easy. There's a clip of Lucy on the Dinah Shore show uh, with Carol Burnett. I didn't realize they were such good friends. Um, and and they're showing all the clips of Gail Gordon getting stuff dumped on him on the show. And yeah. Dinah Shore I believe is that like, was on that clip as well. I believe there was a montage of Gail Gordon getting like water shit dumped on him. And, yeah, and I think they played it every chance they could get. And and they ask Lucy like, "How do you think you felt about that?" And she's like, "Oh, you know, it was all part of the fun." And they're like, "Do you want to ask him?" And he comes out, and she's so delighted to see him. She was cantankerous, and she's delighted to see them, and they're they're still very funny together, even in the late seventies. And there's another I forget which talk show was where they surprise her with Vivian Vance. So I guess yeah. this was like a common theme where they surprised Lucy with an old friend she hadn't talked to in five years. <laughs> And then oh. the like, main way she saw any of these people. Right. That was most of television, just surprising people. <laughs> this is your life. Celebrity roasts, Here's all a, those. I believe a different YouTube clip where he's talking about Lucy, which is Gail Gordon. He's on a bench. He's wearing like a very Vincent Price style outfit. He yeah. looks like uh, Magnum P.I.'s friend. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's Higgins? his name? Is it, I Higgins. wanted to say yeah, Higgins, yeah. 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 Uh, and in the, the clip is it says, Gail Gordon always got it working with Lucy. And then there's just a clip of him like getting pies thrown in his face and water dumped on him. Mm. Uh, Do we know about the special that I've just been made aware of called Lucy Calls the President? (laughs) First off, which president? (laughs) Uh, I only know a little bit about it. It's just that there's I don't think it's a current it's a made up president. Um, But uh, Gail Gordon plays 
Ed McMahon's father on it. What? what? <laughs> and it's like a and Vivian Vance is on it, and it's just like a one-off special from like 1978, I believe. Uh, that we have to do a full, we'll do a full thing on it. But I just like an hour hour before we started, I came upon Lucy calls the president. Mm. So, um, you know, if I could, uh, if I could bring it back to theme parks, and I apologize. No, that uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm a little uh, upset, but okay. I was okay. So this was like we got the show, we got this museum. There is a Lucy, uh, cool ways to do a Lucy presence in Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Anybody have any thoughts about if they, you know, if they were to keep this relationship alive and there were to be a, a more full I Love Lucy theme park experience, what that might consist of? <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've seen the stuff that they did at MGM where you would be in the sitcom. They would do, you Didn't know. Didn't that, wasn't there I Love Lucy in that? I believe there was like a. Oh, you would do the, the chocolates. conveyor belt. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. yeah, you would do the conveyor belt. So there's been that version of it. Now, there's maybe like a restaurant possibility where you're given like a minute, like a money grab quick booth. That you can good. have all the chocolate like for a certain amount of money. It's all the chocolate you can eat as long as you can catch them <laughs> off that's, the conveyor belt. That's very good. I think you could put that in like every uh, Dave and Buster's in the country as well. Yeah, that oh, would that's be a really good. Yeah, yeah, like a, a, a repeatable arcade game. Yeah, turn, turn Jason loose in that game. Oh. <laughs> I love it. That replaces skee ball, I think. I think you I think all uh-huh. those aisles are out and that space is now just mm-hmm. full chocolate conveyor belts. Uh I think I think for sure you gotta replicate Club Babaloo. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good dining show. First of all, was, anytime you see it on the T V show, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Big band singing, restaurants. Mm-hmm. So like that's a good thing. A night there, yes, would be would be a blast. I think. I mean, look, Lucy has the the thing with with Lucy is like, what's the budget on this ride? It's like if we're gonna do multiple Lucy rides, then that's one thing. But if it has to encapsulate all of Lucy's career, mm-hmm. then we want something that goes from like I Love Lucy to Stone Pillow. Yes. We do want to see some of Stone Pillow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want the whole career? I was thinking it was just I Love Lucy. So maybe it starts in the apartment, and then you try to you do the the chocolate, and then maybe you have to dash to California. Maybe this I mean, is, 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 so this is kind of a rise of the resistance where it's sort, sort of, of all the rise of the resistance. You stop it's... at one point to stomp <laughs> the grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, Quickly, stomp those grapes. We haven't even touched on the. I don't know Harpo. who's trying to get. Is it maybe? Oh, it's Gail Gordon. It's, oh, sure. Okay, <laughs> he's trying to get money from you. You're evading. Um, yeah. Quick troops, Gail Gordon. Is, uh, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's Oscar, Oscar Isaac. He's still telling. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, we've got to get out of here. Gail Gordon is demanding money from you. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you've overspent on some dresses in the, at the shop this weekend. You owe him eighty dollars. <laughs> Hurry. He's so upset get out with of the you. store. Look I out. Don't get it. I don't get it either. He's not related to you. It's your money. <laughs> it's none of his business. None of Gail Gordon's business. Look out. Fred Mertz just knocked over a Kino light. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Gale replace. So if we're using the Rise of the Resistance framework, Gale is Kylo Ren. Yeah. On um, Gale shows up in the pre-show. Yeah. He shows up on the ship. And does he stab something into the in, into the roof of where you're trapped? Oh, uh, I don't know if he had uh, if he had like a famous prop. 
He didn't really have a famous, I don't think. Well, maybe his head comes down like the alien and great oh. movie ride, and your car <laughs> shoots it with a seltzer bottle. Like, shoots it. Where with do you water. think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you could have, okay, you put like, put water cannons on the front of the ride vehicle. I don't, we, I think we have to invent what the ride vehicle is. I will say that if, if we're using just the same, let's just you take their, that track system and model. And, and so then I think it's easy to slide in that instead of the droid, instead of the r5 it's like a it's a cognizant um bongo drum no that's good and it's spinning around and kind of like and he just communicate instead of communicating via beeps it's just like (laughs) do you exit into like all right everyone you did it you reached connecticut (laughs) you reached the home in connecticut you made it to the summer house (laughs) barely even touched on that in the last couple seasons of i love lucy they relocated to connecticut including Oh, yeah. Fred and Ethel. Who just went back and lived in the who, out, the back house. Who went and lived. But the, the explanation being they could afford to do that because at some point, Ricky and Fred had gone in together on an egg business. <laughs> and then. And what do you mean Fred, egg business? Selling like eggs? Like selling eggs, I believe. <laughs> and Fred also, it's casually mentioned, is now the manager of Ricky's band. This cantankerous well, old, sold, this cantankerous also, old landlord. <laughs> or he sold the apartment Fred building. Fred sells the apartment because Fred yeah. was the landlord. We forgot to mention that yeah, too. Yeah, Fred yeah. was the landlord. Uh, so yeah, then oh, they he, just, he, sell, he sells the building. I believe he sells yeah. the building, or or they have somebody else manage it. One of yeah. the two. I shouldn't look. I apologize. But that today is like that, that's like a that's a Whole Foods location in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so for they sure. Really, they cashed out. Um, all right. So back to the ride. Uh, you have to go through that famous scene. Like you're in the in the bedroom with the twin beds. Well, like, I was just thinking. I think maybe the ride vehicles are twin beds. Yes, because you split in two, so you're oh, in separate oh, twin good. beds. I don't know if that negates what you were about. No, to no, say. no. That's good. I like that. Uh, and then men and women have to be in separate cars. Oh yes. <laughs> Quickly divide up men over here, <laughs> women over here. Right, it's just it wouldn't be proper. Is it maybe the the uh, the the the, the Mon What's his What's his name again? Lieutenant uh, Bex. Bex. Uh, uh, is that Fred? Because it's kind of a it's a kind of a scratchy guy. guy. Hurry, yeah. get in the beds. And then the, yeah, we the, can't afford eighty dollars. Are you kidding? The so yeah, that into that spot where you're in the transport on Rise of the Resistance is like an old jalopy. It's like Fred's old jalopy, and you all load in there. <laughs> And then he's like driving away, but then you get caught in some sort of a tractor beam. <laughs> or well, he, well, he think... just like runs out of gas because he. Okay, that's like, good. That's ridiculous. See what they're charging these days? <laughs> Fifteen cents a gallon. And he gets that's out. a bunch of hooey. He gets out and he tries to siphon gas out with a tube in his mouth from a different car, but that's not. There's not enough time to do it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and Ethel walks up right behind, taps him on the shoulder, and then he turns around and like spits it in her face. Yes, and then and she, then she kicks a big him, long take and kicks him in the balls. Well. And then you go around that you would leave them and you go around a corner and the car stops like really suddenly and right in front of your car is a Harpo Marx animatronic. <laughs> and then the car has to mirror what the Harpo Marx animatronic is doing. Already pretend you're him. Or maybe it splits. Maybe one scene gets the Harpo Marx animatronic and then the other scene, uh, the other car gets like... Ricky going you're expect you're expecting and then sings the song the famous song that he serenades Lucy with which is of course the theme song to the show with words put to it that he sings to yeah (laughs) he sings to her when he finds out she is with child 
Hmm. So I think you we got to have... save the child for the end, maybe. Congratulations! Oh, the child. You're expecting. If I, look, I don't want. I'm I'm obviously an idea factory right now. If we want to spin I Love Lucy off onto Disney Plus or something, uh, the child could be uh, little Ricky and not the baby Yoda. Mm. Oh. Mandalorian is the, trying to transport baby. Because Ricky, little Ricky, did have a very cute little bongo drum. Yes, that is true. Oh, geez. And we've uh, we've established a good a good TV baby. A good TV child. Mm-hmm. Oh, great! Some, some yes. of the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, is this is this ride just still called Lucy a tribute? <laughs> Lucy a tribute. Lu- uh, Lucy rise of R- rise of a tribute. Rise of a tribute. <laughs> oh man, that's so. <laughs> you got to nod to the original title. Uh huh. So what we're advocating, like, because these, if you didn't get to go to one of these little Lucy museums, they were pretty small it's buildings that are studs you said it's a hello lucy hello lucy hello lucy uh, <laughs> oh, i wish here's lucy. I hello wish. kitty store in florida there's hello kitty like in all the little the classic universal movies i wish Can't there was a hello on. kitty lo- dressed like lucy oh, why did they not that would have been the perfect way yeah, to stitch really. it together it's i think now just like a it's mm-hmm. like a grab and go restaurant in, in hollywood it's just like where you get prepackaged yeah. sandwiches it's connected to the panda or an old pan express it's next to it yeah <laughs> next to it okay. and for in it was briefly you Universal the experience it was rotating exhibit of no oh, they would have like and, bags and, of props and that kind of thing but I'm so you know these are relatively small spaces and I think maybe it felt inessential and easy to remove let's just put a store in there because it was so small what we want is for Lucy tribute to come back but to be a huge two-story experience yeah. in fact right is essentially behind that spot where it used to be in Hollywood Universal's putting up a big new ride building now we think Assume that it's Nintendo. It's, yeah, but who knows? Maybe they'll surprise uh, us, and they are doing Lucy Rise of a Tribute. We can see in there that they haven't put any robots in yet, so there is still time for Universal. We know. Look, we know a lot of industry listens to this show. Okay, yeah. So Big we're time. just putting it in your voters. Yeah, putting it in your ear. Yeah, maybe. There's going to be hunger for this. Forget Donkey Kong. Forget Mario and Luigi. Yeah. But do remember Frank Nelson, Gail Gordon, William Frawley, Vivian Vance. Do we have an, an equivalent of where? What's like the showstopper, the the giant, the walkers, yeah. uh, the the big scale? I think it's the full band, right? I think it's well. That's Club a Bob restaurant, but that's a, but, well, but that's a restaurant also, and you want that. Well, to be that's a separate I think experience. the equivalent of seeing all the stormtroopers. Like you're, you okay, get off the yeah. transport good, and then you're yeah. in the club and there's a thousand Cuban musicians. Not a yes. thousand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> a thousand. No, why not? Thousand. Yes, a thousand. A thousand. A thousand. Yeah, 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 that's how many were in his band, I believe. Yeah. 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 He had a thousand. The Ricky Ricardo's orchestra was band. a thousand people. Um, yeah. I mean, what's the biggest? What? Oh, what if uh, what if you see there's a famous episode of Lucy where they have uh, George Reeve uh, play. So he's soup. He was Superman on the old show, mm-hmm. and he Lucy or Lucy gets him or Ricky gets him to come to the little Ricky birthday party, mm-hmm. and then Lucy didn't know he was going to show up, so she dresses as Superman to try to impress the kids, and Lucy is an idiot, so she gets out on like the ledge on the high high apartment building oh. to try to prove that she's Superman. Doesn't make any sense, and then really real George Reeve comes in and like 
gets out on the ledge as well because I guess he's also very confident and like saves Lucy and that's like the so maybe there's a Superman scene you're dangling off the ledge of a building yeah yeah, yeah. and with that with the checklist right vehicle motion maybe that elevator part is replaced but you do like the grape stomping mm-hmm. that's like an up and that's down good. movement where the whole ve- vehicle yeah. the bed is stomping the grapes yes and it's like that's like very similar to a scene in Pooh's Honey Hunt Oh yeah. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and at ride. now at Hollywood uh, during Halloween Horror Nights, this just becomes a uh, what is the movie called? Is it Hollywood Land about the mysterious death of George Reeve? <laughs> yes, Remember that? The Ben Affleck movie. Remember yeah. that? Oh yeah. Within a month of each other, it's sort of like Deep Impact and Armageddon. There was the Black Dahlia and Hollywood Land came out. I don't Within, remember that there was another I think movie. it was fall, like, mm-hmm. 2006 or so. So Ben Affleck There was played, a pair of movies. Ben Affleck has played Superman and Batman in a way. In a way, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, weird. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, this is a show, I so mean, this is a crazy, this is a neat ticket ride. Yeah. Yeah, I would just, the only, I would just say is we've got a few more Frawley animatronics in the ride. For sure. Which, like, and we've inadvertently spoiled Rise of the Resistance now, <laughs> not given a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, but, it's been a uh, while. Yeah, it's in the, all the commercials. It's all been confusing enough, and a lot of people bailed, you know, after minutes. A couple, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not understanding what we're talking about. I found out there's still a little bit of Lucy hanging in the park. Mm-hmm. Apparently the one shop, which I thought I went in this shop. I forget what it's called. A Universal Florida in the like New York streets has like a Lucy display of merchandise, which I didn't see, or else I probably would have bought a coffee mug. Um, but then in the pressed penny machine <laughs> at Hello Kitty, you can still get either the classic I Love Lucy logo or a Vitamina Vegemin press penny. And I'm That's so nice. mad I missed right. that. Oh, geez. Because I definitely would have gotten those when I was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think we're winding down here. I have two other little things. There's one sure. one quick uh, a story I really... Or, or these are two quick little stories and then one way to go out, I think. Uh, okay, okay, good. Um, so when supposedly, according to legend, when William Frawley died... Uh, Vivian Vance heard the news and shouted, champagne for everyone. Oh, man. (laughs) Which, you know, who knows if that was fully true, but I'm sure the sentiment is similar. Uh, And then there was a story of um, a guy who was, like, obsessed with Lucy, and he considers himself Lucy's number one fan. Mm -hmm. Did anybody come across this? Was he the guy who gave Universal some of the stuff to use in the music? Who was like? A, do you have is the guy's name? I'm of course now. I think that was just Bowman? all from. Or no, that was a Bowman lot from the, the estate and everything. Mm-hmm. But there, there was a loose, uh, uh, no, like a big fan who became friends with Lucio Ball when he was younger. Yeah, and I'm trying to, of course. Can anyone vamp while I find this stupid thing? Uh, um, the the story that I missed the the Bill Farley story. One of my answers in that uh, trivia game was based on reality, which is that it was. In exchange for he agreed to Frawley agreed to behave and show up on time and not be drunk, but he did have one stipulation, which is if the Yankees are in the World Series, I don't have to do the show. Right. And this was the fifties, so the Yankees were in the World Series a lot. So <laughs> yeah. very many times he was not around. I think it didn't end up they just, you know, had to be creative with how to get him in, but there were two entire episodes in which he does not appear because uh, the Yankees are in the World Series. This is similar. When I when I read that, this is similar to Nicholson shooting Batman, and I'm assuming other movies. Oh. Nicholson would not work if the Lakers were playing, I believe. In town. In town. Yeah, right. in town. Yeah. So he could go to the game. Cool. So he had that built in. Wow. 
I like how today, like, if you dare take the mantle of playing the Joker, you have to go to the darkest place you've ever been. You have to live as the Joker for ten straight months. And Jack is like, peacing out, Laker Not time. If I can see the Lakers. <laughs> and then Coach just comes back the next, all right, what the fuck was I doing? Oh, that's right. Teehee, I'm the Joker. <laughs> like, Harrison. There's no difference. <laughs> yeah, and it's, that was better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oscars just, be damned. Uh, I think it was he, better. He had what? a scary smile, and he just, like, you know. The thing is, I'm a scary guy. He just put a little more, a little more juice on his normal voice. <laughs> like 5%. <laughs> All right, I got to get out of here in 10. Gentlemen, let's expand our minds. Uh, <laughs> Did I, that one work? Okay. Uh, hey, cut prints. Good. I'm hanging with Kareem tonight. <laughs> I think he would have them all taped. The game's taped, too. And then he would watch, like he and no one could tell him what had happened. Mm. Oh, sure. I'm assuming. Yeah, I assume. I wonder if he did. Does he do that on like the Departed set, mm. or is it like Batman's like a big? He wanted to do Batman, but it's like he, you know. Well, it wasn't Showtime anymore. He might have prioritized yeah. it more during Showtime. Again, mm. Frawley, great Yankee team. Yeah, uh, like Harrison Ford game. being asked, "What is? Do you think you're a Force ghost?" And he goes, "What is a Force ghost?" <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> people were also point, people are also pointing out they think he probably does know and he's just like being an yeah. ass, like, which awesome. is funny. Yeah. Which is yeah. funny. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I'm yeah. saying. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> what um, is that? He's probably also uh, frustrating to be promoting like the call of the wild based on a work of American literature that it's not coming out at a time of year that people have optimistic thoughts on movies mm-hmm. and you're like, what's Star We've got a lot of Star well, Wars sure. questions. Uh, did you see the, has everyone seen the clip of him with the CGI dog? That's no, actually I a man. Haven't. That's a guy walking around. It's yeah. a guy walking around. So they have the clip of Harrison with the guy who's playing a dog. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> My dad was like, "Did you see this clip going around?" It. He's like, "This is so good. It was kind of funny." And I was like, "Yeah, I saw that clip. Uh, I woke up in the morning and Mike had already sent it to me. <laughs> like, yeah. It had just aired on CBS this morning and Mike had already sure. passed it along." Uh, so this guy, I found the story. So this guy was just like, "I'm Lucy's number one fan," and like through whatever means he met her and talked to her and he was he uh and she she comes up to him and she goes be my number one fan i like you but get a job get a life yes yeah i read about that guy. good for her yeah, good i for mean her. yes correct it's not a what job to be a fan of uh, uh, that's nice but what are you doing she gave she... him his her cast from when she had broken she's like do you want this or should i throw it in the garbage he was like of course i want I've, it i found this guy's twitter he's still oh all great in. wow oh Lucy. he's around yeah oh yeah wow. he was like young at this he was pretty young i have a feeling she might hear about what we're doing and say all right be the top theme park fans but you get a real job too <laughs> get a life well, there's a patreon net now what's that what are you talking what are you doing <laughs> get or learn a trade <laughs> just get a tv show and did the hundred episode syndication just cross the syndication line. <laughs> just make 200 episodes and you'll be set forever hollywood is frustrating but if lucy gave us advice right now would it would like set everyone's problems like would we all like find that like following whatever advice lucy had for us individually she would know she most, might most likely she seemed very smart her and desi both seem pretty smart about the business um mm. the anecdote i had about that i had to mention i said that carol burnett and her were very close mm-hmm. uh it seems like it was a real mentor mentee relationship and apparently carol burnett 
always got flowers from Lucy uh, delivered to her on her birthday. And Carol Burnett woke up, uh, I believe it was her 56th birthday, 1989, when Lucy pa- Lu- woke up and found out Lucy had died. And then that afternoon received a bouquet of flowers that said, with a note that said, happy birthday, kid, love Lucy, because clearly they were ordered ahead of time. Wow. So kind Whoa. of, kind of a mix of spooky and sad and charming. Jeez, yikes. Um, you were saying I was just going to say you know uh, we had talked earlier on an episode and and this is not I don't get too excited because I don't have it full uh, fully uh, realized yet but it will have to happen at a different time okay I was trying to figure out if I could find a really good karaoke track to force Jason to sing an old classic song that Bill Frawley covered on his classic album Bill Frawley sings the old ones <laughs> oh that's right we kind of hatched this plan I couldn't find I found a karaoke track of Swanee River yeah <laughs> Yeah. But it sounds bad. I don't know. Yeah. We could try it now. Oh, I think. You think we should try it Do now? You we have well, the lyrics to Swanee River. Well, that's it's karaoke. We'll take a couple we'll take a couple minute break and oh, come back. Okay. <laughs> uh just to give you a little time to prepare. Is it, isn't it a karaoke though? Does like, it have can, can you go along with the, the lyrics? But does that mean it's, the lyrics? It doesn't or? mean the the lyrics aren't appearing. It's just, it's, it's just a, a midi, YouTube of Swanee yeah. River. Okay. So there does have to be a bit of pre- I was trying to see if we could just completely is what you're saying is just spring it immediately but there has to be a sec- a little bit of preparation here. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, well, then here, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> am, am I ready to say you survive podcast the ride? Uh, Lucy attribute edition. Perhaps the episode with the least content related to the actual attraction, but <laughs> hopefully a fun launching point to talk about all this Lucy nonsense. In some way, though, you could fun. argue the most. Uh, applicable to the well, it's like we created an audio museum. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Episode essentially, and an idea for a great new attraction, Lucy Rise of a Tribute. <laughs> uh, uh, so, then as we said earlier, this did not end up behind the paywall, but there's a lot of other fun stuff behind the paywall. Uh, the second gate at Patreon.com/slash/PodcastTheRide, and as always, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So now we're at the point we shouldn't do too much prep. No, 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 no. We shouldn't. I do have the lyrics. I do want to say, just a heads up, I will do this, <laughs> but I do not inv- endorse still a longing for the old plantation. I am All not right, still a longing for good. the old Get ahead plantation. Of that. Yeah, yeah, very good. I think that's the main problematic thing. I think here. so many of these old songs are really problematic. You don't even don't even do that lyric. Is there another? Can you we replace it with something? Uh, uh, you know, like get around with station. Is there like a food station? Still longing of? for the Lucy tribute. Still long. We'll see. We'll so, figure it out. Yeah, we'll give you a little taste for, right Lu- now. for Lucy and syndication. That's great. Great. Okay, That's if you great. can fit that in. Check All out right. my TV. I believe me TV. I believe they have <laughs> I Love Lucy. <laughs> Wait, so it's not so a this, karaoke. No, no, this is I'm just playing this, this so the, the audience okay. knows the great. Frawley version real quick. Oh here. He's really milking it. Voice of an angel. And this is now picture oh, with with this Fred Mertz in a straw hat, no, 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 smiling like a, a big smile. Barbershop, yes, suit. very barbershop mode. So now, <sighs> hold on a picture second. Picture Jason in the same getup, and perhaps <laughs> we'll add with a fox 
hunter uniform. So officially called old old folks at home. Uh, the Wikipedia, uh, the first sentence. Oh, no. Old Folks at Home is a minstrel song. All right. Yeah, you're uh, all right. All right, by, fine. Maybe but, we do a different but, song. No. Oh, wait, wait. But since 1935, it has been the official state song of Florida. Great. With the lyrics well, having been it, changed. That doesn't make it better. Lyrics oh, sure it does. The <laughs> lyrics were revised parts. in 2008. So I will see if I can find the, the revised lyrics. The revised. How about we could also just do a song called Pretty Baby. But he doesn't. I bet you don't know Pretty Baby. You don't. It's going to be a real mess. Yeah. I don't see a problem with Swanee. All right. Or... Well, if we get canceled, it's <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> no one's. Well, the if good you thing see is, you, it's all in. It's it's uh, in, 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 dependent on you uh, finding the 2008 lyrics. It's, Who wrote new? Was someone's job to come up with new Bernie Taupin and <laughs> came up with new lyrics? Uh, Swanee River 2008. My favorite updated song since Candle in the Wind 97. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got it on the official Florida Department of State website. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, this is a government written song. These new, the more government progressive that d- destroyed lyrics. the country. Sure. <laughs> but also gave us the, uh, a great check, new. Check the lyrics to make sure they're not worse. <laughs> There's a chance the lyrics were worse than the old one. Which Dear is God. already problematic. <laughs> Very pro incel song now. Sarah Palin's newspapers. <laughs> 2008, baby. <laughs> the good thing we know, though, is that no one's listening, so we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this got this got as sloppy as drunk episodes are, and we're yeah. we're just we're just drunk I, on Lucy. We're no, drunk on Vitamina Benjamin. This is wholesome. Yeah. Well, right. Are we ready to do it? Uh, I guess we can go right into it. All I, right. I, I all right. To, let's see if it. Let's see how the track is. Well, so uh, here to take us out. Uh, what's the name of the album? You just put Jason's name in it. Oh, uh, J- J- Jason Sheridan sings the old ones. Jason Sheridan sings the old ones. <laughs> Start. Wait, it hurts to go back. We gotta go back. We gotta go back. We screwed it up. This one's awful. <laughs> There's not a ton of karaoke tracks for Swanee River. Go. Go. Way down upon the swamp. No, it's faster. It's faster. It's faster you're, doing the, you're doing the Mertz version. It's, 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 way, yeah, it's twice it's as fast. It's, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay, let's one more time. <laughs> Way down upon the Swanee River, far, far away. That's where my heart is turning ever, that's where the old folks stay. All up and down the whole creation, sadly I roam. Still longing for my childhood station and for the old folks home. Yeah. All right. Wow. wow. Best end of an episode I can think of. Wow. You know, Glorious. we'll get a mastered version. We'll get a real <laughs> studio cut. That was that was the demo. <laughs> yeah, that we'll was nail it. We'll not we'll not get down, but pretty good with no prep. Uh, that was wonderful. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the river right now. You took me there. Yeah, Great. I feel like I'm in Florida. All right. Sure. California, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Forever. <laughs>
dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.